My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. Uh, it's Britt here again for another exciting interview ahead of us. The guest I'm bringing on is an author, speaker, entrepreneur who has been in the online space for 15 years. She's a former clinical psychologist who turned into a, an online life coach and CEO of Dream Life Coaching. Denise Walsh is also uh, Denise also certifies life coaches to teach her dream life pathway system. She's also the host of Dreamcast, which where she teaches three reasons why we self-sabotage and um, goes over all kinds of stuff in regards to that. So it's a pleasure to have you on today. Denise, how's it going? I'm doing well. Thank you so much, Brittany. Glad to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Super excited for this interview today. You know, we're going to have some great conversation. We'll go over some wins, what's working with your business and podcasts. We'll talk about the challenges. So we'll have some great um, takeaways within that conversation alone. So I'm super excited. But before we really jump in, would you mind sharing your background? How did you get to where you are today? Because it's super important to share it, I think, uh, at the beginning of the interview, you know, so our guests, our, our listeners can go ahead and get to know, you know, you as the guest and we can uh, jump into some questions afterwards. Perfect. Perfect. So I, my, I often like to say my spark was lit at camp. I was a camp counselor all through my college summers, which I think is truly the best way to spend a college summer. When else do you have three months that you can do whatever you want? Um, right. And so I worked in North Carolina and did home repair ministry where we roofed houses and painted and things. And then I decided it was too much manual labor and I just wanted to love on kids. And so I found a camp in New York City where we would actually bus New York City foster kids two hours and work with them at camp. And because most of their families didn't really want them home all summer, they would actually go home for two days and then come back. So we had a lot of the same kids repeat weeks. And yes. those kids came to camp with their head down and their guard up. I felt like they just didn't know how awesome they were. They were all, they had already experienced trauma and loss in their few short years. And it, it was there. I felt like it was it's my job to help these kids know just how awesome they are. And through the weeks, we saw them start to blossom. We saw their guard go down. We saw trust being built. We saw them starting to come out of their shell and their confidence starting to build. And it was here that I decided to go into the field of psychology. So I then got my master's degree and I'm off to change the world. You know, I just had this big heart, this big, these big dreams and I'm right. ready to go. And then I got my first job. <laughs> like anyone in the health <laughs> professions, really, I'm sure I'm not the only one who felt pretty quickly tired, bored, burnt out. You know, I was working with people that didn't really want help in a system that couldn't help them. And right. I started asking myself, what do I do about this? You know, because mm -hmm. I'd only been taught to follow the rules. I'd only been taught to be a follower. 
And so I had this a few years where I was wrestling, you know, do I stay where I am and like make it okay in my mind when my spirit is telling me something else or do I follow that gut? You know, do I follow that spark? Because I knew what it was like to love what I did. And when I was out of sync with that, I, I had to make a choice. And I mean, I know plenty of people, I'm sure you do too, that worked at the same job for 30 years, hating every minute of it. And I just didn't want to be. Absolutely. So one thing led to another in 2007, we started our first online business. And within three years, we both, my husband and I were both able to quit our full-time jobs. And we were top leaders in our network marketing company for over a decade, traveling the world, teaching, training, using my clinical psychology skills to work with people to help get the best out of them. Right. And long story short, uh, after you know a decade of that, we, I was like, you know what? Not everybody wants to join my team, but everybody needs this information. So how do right. I continue to expand? And that's when I started my own coaching business. That is so exciting. Oh my gosh. And I just want to say like, we need more people in this world, just like you, because I think you're making a huge difference and it's incredible what you're doing. Um, congrats on how, you know, you and your husband both stepped away from your jobs and now you're, you know, you're able to travel the world doing what you're passionate about. I think that is very important in everyone's lives. And so many people, like you said, are stuck at their, their nine to five job for 40 years and hate every single minute of it. And that's no way to live. So congrats. That's so exciting for you guys. And, you know, um, I know you touched on where exactly you're at right now, but can we go a little bit deeper? Like, what are you doing right now? What is your plan um, for the next little bit with your business? Yeah, thank you. Um, So I teach what's called the Dream Life Pathway, head, heart, feet. Do you know what you want? Do you believe that it's possible? And do you know how to get there? And when you are in Dream Life Pathway alignment, magic seems to happen. Like the how starts to show up. Love it. And so in my signature program, it's called 90 day U-turn. I teach the principles of overcoming self-sabotage because we always get what we really expect, right? And we'll snap back to what's normal, even if we don't like it. Uh, I teach principles for casting vision, for really gaining that clarity on what it is you want, but then also skills for navigating the journey because the journey happens to everybody, whether you're successful or not. And so we all need to elevate those skills. Um, And as I've been hosting this program and working with people, I continue to hear, how can I do what you do? How can I do? I want to take what I'm learning and teach it to other people. And so I'm uh, now, you know, it's kind of continued to grow and I now am coaching coaches. So I'm teaching coaches, either current life coaches, current network marketing leaders, current any sort of leader really who wants to create change within their people and teaching them the dream life pathway and helping them to not only learn the skills themselves, but also learn how to teach them, learn what questions to ask, learn how to get the best results for their people. And it's been so much stinking fun. I feel like I now am working with people who really want growth and change with a system that can actually help them. That can actually make it happen. Yeah. Living the dream life. And with these people that you work with, with the coaches, how do you drive that traffic? How do you find these coaches or how do you, how do they, do they come to you? Like, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So the podcast has been a huge help for that with that for sure, because 
the podcast is the best way to get to know me and like binge listen right, right. <laughs> and hear what I'm doing and build that like, know, and trust factor. And so I've right. gotten a lot of people who have evolved with me over the years. Maybe they found me in the network marketing space, but they've followed me because I'm not just about how to get the sale. You know, it's much deeper to me than building that. a relationship and stuff. And really meeting the need of the client and really understanding what makes them tick, you know, so the psychology right. behind it all. 100%. And I also, know, I also know, you know, I can give you all the skills and you still won't do it. So we got to do the self-sabotage works too. Right, um, right. So they've, so a lot, the podcast has been helpful for that. And then we certainly, we do Facebook ads. Um, my husband is a digital marketer, so he gets us ranked on Google and things like that too. That is perfect. So, you know, your husband can do one part of the business and you can do the other and you guys just work as a marvelous team together. Love yeah. that. Love it's that. really That's been amazing. fun to create our own lane for each other yeah. in the same business. So we're not walking on each other's toes. A hundred percent. So I, as we were talking a little bit about the podcast now, when did you start it? I started it in 2016. I'm pretty sure. 2016 or 2017, a while ago. And it yeah. was when I, I had just hit the top pin level at my company. There's only two in the entire company. And I was like, I have so much to say. <laughs> and, Love so, that. and I can't just answer emails. Like people will message me, tell me, tell me what to do. And I, I can't just one liner, you know what I mean? Message back. So I thought, how can I answer these common questions and really get people an inside look on what it takes to experience success. And a podcast was a great way to go. That's the way you went about it. Awesome. I love what you're doing. Now, what, what were your intentions um, behind the podcast? Was it just to get that information out? Or, you know, what kind of actions did you take to get it up and running? Yeah. So, I'll, I'll share two things physically, how I got it up and running and then what my intention was and how that's evolved. So the first thing I did was wait for my husband to tell me what to do. Okay. And that did not work. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about waiting for uh, trying, like I wanted to do a podcast for a few years before I actually did it. And I thought I'm not the tech person. He's the tech person. I'm not the one, you know? And so I kind of, I put it in his boat, but it was my dream. So eventually I had to say, this is my dream and I care more about it than he does. And I had to Google, how do you start a podcast? What (laughs) do you use? You know? Yeah. And so I found my mic. I got Adobe audition. I found an editor and we created a system for editing and uploading and all these things. But I still, I still didn't. So my, this is, this wasn't the mic I have now is not the first mic that I got. And the first mic that I got picked up everything, even from the kitchen. So I recorded all the background noise. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I recorded my first episode three times in closets with blankets. And I just, I just had to, I just had to figure it out. I remember one time I recorded it while the boys were sleeping in behind me and I heard their white noise machine. I had to redo it all over again. Oh no. And so I think that people just think, oh, she wanted to do it. So she did it. But no, (laughs) it's not that it takes a lot. It takes some, it takes courage. It takes tenacity because it's typically doesn't flow the first time. 
And then what I did to launch it was I already did have an established audience with my organization. And so I did a launch date. I I launched three on that date, but I did some background Excitement building, like okay. finally you're gonna get to hear the inside scoop. promoting it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I promoted it. I had a launch date, and then I did a giveaway for anybody who left a review. That's exciting, and, and then it yeah. got a lot of traffic and a lot of yes. listeners and stuff like that come from that. Okay, yep, yep. So I did, you know, I did a giveaway for those who left a review. Um, we posted in all the group pages. You know, we worked to build to build that audience initially. Love that. And so tell me, you know, I know that like one thing you talk about on the podcast or have talked about was like self-sabotage and three reasons why we quit. Can we talk about both those subjects? Um, We can start with self-sabotage because I know that, you know, you hit on every note on that and you understand it really well. And I'd love to share that with the people listening. Yeah, I think this is fascinating because I could have quit. I had a dream to start a podcast and it was hard. <laughs> it was harder than I thought. Uh, it, right. it wasn't hard. And that's not even the right word. It was a new skill set. I had to learn a new skill set. So there's three reasons why we quit. One is our self-image. So for example, I'm not the tech person. My husband's the tech person right. that stopped me in my tracks for several years until I realized I can learn it. <laughs> and it sounds right. so simple now, but how many of us don't do something because we think that's not who I am when in reality, we're all learning and there's, there, there's, you can Google anything and learn yeah. whatever skill right. you want to learn. So self-image keeps us stuck because we often, we get what we truly expect. And so if we expect, you know, this one box out of ourselves, that's what we are going to get. So we need to, and what we get to do in this life is to evolve and that self-image evolves as well. Um, And then the second thing is stress. And I hear this one a lot. I want X, Y, Z, but I don't have time. I don't have brain space. And that's really what I think they're saying, because we all have 24 hours in a day, but they've got, you know, they're juggling 80 million activities. They're maybe have three side hustles and four kids and they're volunteering all the time and all these things. So when you get home from work or your day, you're pooped and you don't have brain space to burnt out. Yes. And so that stress puts us into fight or flight mode. And we're not then making long-term decisions. We're making short-term decisions, which are typically not taking us where we want to go. Right. And then the third reason we self-sabotage, and all of these are the reasons why we quit, is because of our subconscious programming. And 97% of our behavior is automatic. And it's stored in our subconscious brain, which basically just means that we don't have to think about it. You know, we're, you don't have to think about brushing your teeth. You don't have to think about um, going to the bathroom as soon as you wake up. Like these are just automatic things because you've done them so much. And our subconscious is hardwired in the first seven years of life. And so you could be living out of an automatic pilot that's not serving you, but you don't even quite realize it because your habits are a bit off your beliefs and expectations of the world 
and the world around you do not match up with your goal. And so you can say whatever you want, but if your subconscious expectations don't align with that, if your self-image is not in alignment with what it is you want, you'll always self-sabotage and bring yourself back to what you deem normal. Right. Thank you for putting on that perspective for everyone as well. Uh, Cause we don't think of it that way every, every time we think about self-sabotage, right? But yeah. And what about, okay. So, and then we touch again on the three reasons why we quit um, just one more time, a little deeper. So self-image stress and self-sabotage or, and, and subconscious. Those are the three okay. reasons. Yeah. Those are the three reasons. Okay. And um, did you find yourself going through that before you really got, you know, before you really got running with your business and you and your husband, you know, were still working at your other jobs and stuff like that? Yeah, I got to I got to experience this growth several times. <laughs> Anytime right. I wanted to blow past my own personal glass ceiling. So at first I'm working my job, working my side business, and eventually my side business grows to where I think I'm wasting so much time at work and we eventually quit. But when I started my job, my entrepreneurial, I <laughs> I'm not a salesperson. I am not an entrepreneur. I am a good student, hard worker, clinical psychologist, good listener, entrepreneurship, taking risks. None of that was in my self-image at all. And so I had to grow and got to grow years ago into my entrepreneurship and really build that muscle and owning it. Because I remember for years, I'd say, I'm a clinical psychologist and I happen to have the side business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you don't build a business that way. <laughs> right. Now you own it and you're just like, this is who I am. This is what I've done. Like, I love that. That's incredible. So with, um, with your podcast, you know, how does it directly, I, and I know you talked about it a bit, how it affects your business and stuff like that, but can we really get in a little deeper? You know, how did, what are some wins from the podcast for your business? And let's also go over some of the challenges uh, the podcast has um, brought for your business as well, if you have. Yeah. So what I love about the podcast is two things. Number one, I love having guests and I can get to know other people in my kind of niche niche. And so it's helped to add value to my organization and to help me get to know other like-minded leaders. And that has been invaluable. The connections that I've made by being a guest and having guests has been instrumental to my business just by helping me to be around people who are three steps ahead of me and, you know, building my entrepreneurial community. And then for my clients, not only do I have guests, but I also have solo episodes because I want them to get to know me. I also utilize my podcast for testimonials. So anytime I have an event, for example, I just got back from a retreat in Destin. And so I'm going to have three or four of the ladies that came on the retreat with me. Um, You know, I'm trying to decide if I'm, I think I might do two podcasts and have two each. But what I'm going to do is interview them about why they said yes, why did they come, what transformation did they experience, because I want my listeners to know that I think it's the best thing since sliced bread, but people are getting results and they think it's the best thing ever too. And so I bring on my clients as guests after an event or a 90 day U-turn program or things like that and utilize it as a way to get real life testimonies. 
I like that a lot, you know, and then they're hearing it from the actual people who have done it. Um, That's amazing. So um, I know that we were talking before the interview about the next retreat. Now, uh, did you want to just tell the listeners a little bit about these retreats and, you know, um, what your plan is with that? Yeah, I love them. They're called Dream Life Adventures. And you can sign up just for a Dream Life Adventure. And it's also included in my Dream Life Certification Program. Because I know that in order to be the best coach, you have to experience your own transformation. So I invite all of the certification clients to participate in the events that I do because I want them to have their own shifts so then they can better teach it and have that confidence that they know it's a game-changing experience. Our next one is going to be in March in Costa Rica. We are (laughs) hiring a chef for our dinners. We're doing yoga in the mornings. We go for a hike one day, and then we always do an activity. This will probably be ziplining over a volcano or something fun and going to the beach. The idea with the retreats is to balance alone time. So like I give everybody journal prompts and there's space in the day to breathe, to journal, you know, we're not so busy. We also do a ton of fun stuff. Yeah. I want you to laugh till your belly hurts because that is good for your soul. And I host group exercises and intentional conversations. So we'll have group time where I lead an exercise and I take people through things. Um, We do a lot of release work with the head, heart, feet, heart is a lot about being open-hearted so you can receive what's coming to you. And so we do work on one day. One day basically is get um, geared towards clarity, what it is you want. One day is re- um, based on your heart space and there's lots of different directions that can go. And then one is geared towards your game plan. Like, all right, what is my plan? What am I going to do and reverse engineer it? And I don't know about you, but there's something about, at least for me, I don't create in isolation. I get the best results when I'm brainstorming with someone or I say something out loud and someone asks me a question and I can go deeper with it. And so there's a lot of creation that happens in these sessions because you're not alone behind your computer, just thinking, you know, you're around that positive energy. And then we always end with a dream dinner where we pretend like it's five years from now and we've accomplished all our goals. So we come dressed up and we, you know, talk about how old we are and what we've accomplished. And it's really fun. I love this. I love this. This is amazing. I'm so excited for your next retreat in Costa Rica. Um, Incredible. Incredible. I'm so excited. I just, yeah, this is great stuff. I've never heard of like a retreat like that. And I think it's incredible. So all the power to you. That's exciting. And, um, you know, with the podcast, you know, Okay, so you have your guests who you interview. You also do some solos. Now, with the guests you interview, are, are those the coaches? Um, what is that dream guest, your your niche or your niche um, guest? Yeah. Typically, someone who is another. What I have found is I gravitate to the mindset world because okay. I love learning about it. And so, right. for those who have a specialty and a mindset work, I always will say yes to them. Um, marketing strategies and business stuff, there is few. Uh, there's a few sprinkled throughout. But I, one of my things is I say, you can live a dream 10 life in all seven areas, friendship, family, 
finances, health, hobbies, business, and giving back. And so I do podcasts on those seven areas. So sometimes there's okay. things about family relationships and relationship with your father, that kind of thing. Okay. But I'd say it's mostly growth focused. Growth focused. I like it. I like it. Now, what, how do you monetize your podcast or do you? Well, I, I monetize my podcast by inviting everybody into my programs. Okay. And so I just directly lead them to my freebie. Every podcast has that. I don't have any, I don't do any sponsorships as of now, Yeah. but I really use it as a way to keep connected with my people and invite them and keep them updated on what's happening, what new program is coming out, that kind of thing. Got it. Got it. Now uh, with the people who come on for interviews, you know, um, as a guest, do a lot of them, you know, afterwards, you know, do you get on another call and kind of invite them to your program or see if they're a fit for your programs or how does that work? Like, do you get a lot of book deals afterwards um, with interviews or um, yeah, I'm curious on that. Yeah. 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 It's really fun to see the like-mindedness and the the connection into like bringing each other into each other's communities. Right. Right. Um, And so absolutely. I've had, had several people who'd say, all right, I need to learn this dream life pathway. I need to learn how to add, like build up the value that I add and bring it to uh, my clientele. And so they'll participate in the programs and learn, you know, whether they want to start their own life coaching business or they're a network marketing leader, they really just want to hone in on their development, on their people skills. It's been really fun to see who, you know, who brings in. Right. Right. Yeah. Like all the connections you can make just from interviews and having a podcast is incredible. Right. So, um, I, I, I definitely agree on that aspect now. Um, what are some of the biggest challenges you have faced with the podcast? Um, I know we already touched on some struggles and whatnot. You know, you didn't have the tech side and stuff like that. But since it's been up and running since 2017 or 2016 or whatever uh, year it was, what have been the biggest struggles with it? Um, tell me about that. I don't know if that's, you know, to do with, you know, bringing in um, revenue from it or uh, finding the right guests or attracting the right market. Um, tell me a little bit about that. Well, part of my barrier was this pivot from network marketing to being my own, being a coach. And, and part of that is because network marketing companies don't want you to leave them. (laughs) They don't want you to expand. They don't want you to necessarily have your own brands. And so for a while I was I was pouring a lot into my audience. I wrote books. I did the podcast, but I really didn't have a program to sell. And and part of it was because of the shift I was making and not necessarily um, knowing if I was allowed to or whatever it is. It could have been my self-image pivoting from you know, a network marketing leader to my own CEO, where I'm creating my own products and I'm hiring my own people and I'm finding my own designers. And, you know, now I'm a CEO with vision and I'm not just leading people for someone else's vision. Right. Network marketing is great, but it's just a bit different of a skill set to be a CEO of my own company versus a leader in network marketing. 
Um, so eventually I, you know, figured it out and I figured out my, I figured out in order to make money, you need to have a product. <laughs> so right, right. I created my signature program and, and it's been like a huge blessing and kind of that's what catapulted everything, but it didn't come easy because I think at first I just wanted to get the information out. And then eventually I had to figure out how I was going to actually monetize cool about it. it. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And what would your biggest focus and desire be with your podcast and your business this year? This coming I, year, it can be within a year or something. Yeah. So my biggest intention with the podcast now is to add value to my audience and invite them into my programs because I know how life-changing it is. It is, mm-hmm. you know? And so I am, I give away as much as I can, but you know, it never duplicates the real life experience and going through the yeah. process together. So that's right, my goal right. is add value and build connection and stay and con- stay top of mind for my people as much as possible. And then always invite them into my programs because I know that's really where the magic happens. Right. And, you know, building that belief so that they, you know, they know that this is going to help them, you know, get to where they want to be. And uh, you're not alone on that. Um, Absolutely. I I think a lot of people, you know, their focus and their desire is to add the value and and, and always make that offer. Yeah. Because you, and I think a lot of people got to think about it as, you know, how many lives am I going to change? You know, just think about it like that. And then you don't have that fear to like, you know, make that offer to them and and invite them in. Right. So, yeah. When I know that I have a solution to their problem, I am loud and confident and I, you know, I am so excited about it that those who are ready to actually make the change will say yes. And so my job is to figure out what it is I'm selling. What is my program? What is my thing? And then do it enough. So I've got great testimonies and the more testimonies that I have, the big, like my confidence continues to grow. And then I'm just like, everybody needs this. Like where exactly go shout it from. So then it's really rude of me not to share it. It is because it's like, you know what, that could have really, that opportunity could have changed their lives. Not that you're rude or anything like that, but that's what I, the way I think of it. It's like, you are doing these people a favor by inviting them in, right? You know, you can really make a difference in their lives and without even making the offer, like you, and honestly, you just never know who needs you, who's at 12 o'clock and and needs that in their life. And will say yes right away because you like, people don't go around and say, okay, this is what I got to change in my life. Oh, I wish I had this. This is what I want to do with my life. This is my vision. Like no one really talks about it. Right. So you just don't know who you invite, like who is ready and who's at that 12 o'clock and who's going to be like, I needed this today. Thank you so much for making, uh, making me that offer and giving me this opportunity. Right. It's crazy. And I, I, I should, I should figure out the stats on this. I have a good number of people that have been to a program, whether it's the 90 day U-turn, which is through zoom, or it is a retreat that's in person who have made a life change within a few weeks. They've either 
figured out their plan for quitting their job. They have decided, you know what, this relationship is no longer for me. They like, they've made big changes and it's not because I'm doing anything different or cool or whatever. It's because they finally have the space and the confidence to listen to themselves and they're stepping into their dream life. Uh, They're writing their books. They are being loud about what they offer because they've gotten out of their own way. And so the shifts are crazy. It's really fun. I love what you're doing. And I'm like, congrats. You're doing amazing things. And honestly, I'm so excited to hear about the next retreat. I'd love to get you on again in the future. I know we're coming close to the end of the episode, um, but I'd love to get you back on in the new year and just talk about, you know, how is the next retreat? You know, what's your plan moving forward and stuff like that. So um, super amazing. And it was an absolute pleasure having you on today, Denise. But before we jump off, uh, for the people listening, looking to connect with you to get that dream life in order, uh, what would be the best way? I am on Facebook and Instagram at the Denise Walsh. So check it out. I have blonde hair. (laughs) That one's me. And then I have a freebie for you guys as well. One of the things I hear consistently is I don't know what I want. I just know I don't want to be here, you know? And so I have created a dream board kit that will help you to gain clarity on what it is that you want. It's a PDF download. It has like 22 pages and will give you prompts for what asking yourself those powerful questions so you can clear the cobwebs and allow those dreams to bubble up. So the website for that is dreamworkbook.com slash dream board kit. Dream, dream, uh, workboard.com dreamworkbook.com slash dream board kit. Perfect. All right, everybody, get on there and get that freebie because I think it'll be life-changing. And Denise, thank you so much again, taking the time out of your day to jump on my podcast and, you know, share all your valuable insights. I think you're making a huge difference in this world and that is so important. So it was an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and you'd like to come on uh, the podcast, just like Denise did today, uh, for an interview, please go to podcastrebels.com and you can fill an application. We'd love to interview you as well. Thank you so much, Denise. Thank you to everybody listening and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition 
without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.